0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, you won't be required to take out money from your TSP account during the pandemic. The IRS is seeing a large spike in fraudulent tax returns right now. And coronavirus is showing the fault lines in the Coast Guard's IT systems. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Your thrift savings plan will have some time to recover from the recent coronavirus stock market volatility. The TSP says it will stop sending automatic required minimum distribution payments this year. Participants don't need to make any withdrawals from the TSP to satisfy a required minimum distribution. The TSP will withhold the appropriate amount of federal taxes for any withdrawals that participants do make. Retirees age 72 or older usually must withdraw a minimum amount from their account each year under typical rules, but the $2 trillion stimulus package relaxed those rules. The IRS confronts a spike in fraudulent tax returns during its extended filing season. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The IRS tells the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration it's seen more than seven times the volume of fraudulent tax returns compared to the same period last year. The agency flagged more than 30,000 suspicious tax returns worth more than $130 million. With the filing season now running through mid-July, TIGTA says it will continue to monitor for backlogs in the agency's response to tax help questions. I'm Jory Heckman. The General Services Administration is cutting the time it takes to pay small business prime and subcontractors in half. GSA issued a memo yesterday explaining how it plans to get money to small firms in 15 days instead of 30, as required by the Prompt Payment Act. The fiscal 2020 defense authorization bill expanded the requirement to prime contractors, not just subcontractors. GSA says it's developing a new policy for the federal acquisition regulations so that this So this class deviation will address the prompt payment issues in the short term. The Justice Department moves to protect a certain type of grim reaper from getting the deadly coronavirus. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Justice's U.S. trustee program undertakes several moves to protect those involved in bankruptcy. It stops 60,000 proceedings already scheduled and would have had lots of attendees. It orders all meetings to occur online. Justice also suspends audits of Chapter 7 and Chapter 13 debtors because they require in-person discussions and it notifies trustees to protect stimulus payments that debtors might receive before cases are resolved. I'm Tom Temmin The Air Force enters into a new agreement to further institutionalize the agile approach to software development. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The Air Force's Chief Software Office and Scaled Incorporated signed a Memorandum of Understanding creating a public-private partnership to further the Defense Department's move to DevSecOps. The organizations will figure out how to modify and tailor Scaled Inc.'s Scaled Agile Framework, or SAFE, to meet DoD's current DevSecOps processes. Under the MOU, the Air Force and Scaled Inc. will identify a Pathfinder program to develop the practices and approaches required to bring the framework into DoD. SAFE is used by 70% of the Fortune 100 companies. I'm Jason Miller. Along with that, the Air Force is providing new package services to military families with special needs. The online portal will allow airmen and their family members to expedite pre-screening and track important medical equipment starting April 15th. The service is being provided as the military is clamping down on shipments to installations to control the spread of the coronavirus. Some medical services are slower than usual because of employees working from home. The Air Force hopes the online portal will save some time for families with special needs. Coronavirus is showing some fault lines within the Coast Guard. Federal News Network's Scott Macione explains. Coast Guard Commandant Carl Schultz says the stress coronavirus is putting on the service's IT infrastructure highlights the need for modernization. Earlier this year, Schultz said the Coast Guard's IT infrastructure is on the brink of catastrophe. Schultz says the service needs to increase its internet speeds, move to the cloud, and become more mobile. The 2021 budget only allocates $24 million for IT modernization, but the Coast Guard estimates it has a $300 million shortfall. I'm Scott Massioni. Virtual mental health appointments at the Veterans Affairs Department are on a dramatic rise during the pandemic. Online group therapy sessions for veterans were up 200% in March compared to the previous month. VA mental health providers use the agency's video connect system for 34,000 virtual appointments in March. That's a 70% increase over February. Mental health appointments over the phone are up 280%. VA is expanding telehealth services to prevent veterans from coming to its facilities during the pandemic. House Democrats have their own to-do list for the next coronavirus rescue bill. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more. Two House Democrats say they have a long list of ideas for federal employees and contractors. The proposals came from House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairman Carolyn Maloney and Subcommittee Chairman Jerry Connolly. They suggest allowing employees to make changes to their federal health insurance plans during the pandemic. They're also recommending $2,000 a month in child care subsidies for federal employees who have to come to work. Other proposals would clarify guidance for federal contractors. Maloney and Connolly say existing guidance has been inconsistently adopted. I'm Nicola Grisco. Two Democrats are proposing a bill of rights for essential workers during the coronavirus pandemic. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren and California Congressman Ro Khanna say frontline employees need guaranteed safety protections and premium pay. They're also suggesting child care subsidies for health and other employees working on the front lines of the pandemic. And they're also looking for extra whistleblower protections for employees who reveal health and safety concerns at work. The Defense Department will spend nearly half a billion dollars for equipment that can sanitize the masks healthcare workers need to treat coronavirus patients. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The Defense Logistics Agency awarded a $415 million contract to Battelle for 60 machines. The company says can decontaminate N95 masks that have already been used. The idea is to station the equipment around the country, depending on where FEMA and HHS think they're needed the most. DOD says the machines will be available by early May. At that point, they'll be able to sterilize about 30. 44 million masks per week. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Trump administration seeks a four month extension for a key deadline in the 2020 census. Commerce Department and White House officials are asking Congress to give the Census Bureau until April 2021 to submit data on the final count to lawmakers and the president. That would allow the Bureau to resume field operations in June and complete its fieldwork by the end of this October. Under this Under this new timeline, the Bureau would send redistricting data to states by July 2021. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our Coronavirus Resource Page. I'm Eric White.